thank you for listening to our podcast. We pray that the word that you hear on this program will encourage, strengthen, and motivate you to do the will of God. Be blessed by today's message. Hello and welcome to the program today. This is Matt Stanley. I'm excited to be with you with another message. I want to get right in the word today. I'm going to be talking about releasing the anointing of God upon your life. How? How do you do how what is the purpose? Why is it why is it important for us to walk in the anointing? Why is it important for us to have the anointing in this hour? It is very, very important. It is by the anointing that we are able to do all things through Christ, which the scriptures found in Philippians 4.13. The anointing is the supernatural manifestation of the Holy Spirit that can affect everything and everyone. The anointing is the tangible measure of God's presence and ability that flows through the lives of the believers so he sees God-given results. The anointing is a divine enablement of God's ability that has been imparted into the lives of the believers to do his work. The anointing is available and it is released. There is a demonstration of power to carry out God's work. You see, releasing the anointing is a secret to seeing the results take place that God has promised. Our problem is, is that we have stepped out of our own ability and hoped that the anointing would show up. What we must do is wait on the anointing and then step out in it and see what God does. Where does the anointing come from? It comes from consecration of your spirit and your body. When you understand that for you to walk in the call of God that is upon your life, you have to have this anointing. I want to give you a little example. Have you ever heard someone that has an unbelievable voice? I mean, this person is so talented. Their, their voice, I mean, you can listen to them sing and, and fall asleep because it's just so beautiful, the sound of their voice. Give them a microphone in church. Give them a song, a Christian song to sing, and let them sing the song. People's gonna sit back and say, "Man, man, that man, she sang great, man, man." Did you, man? Did you hear the sound that man? You see that boy, man? My goodness, the sound of man. If I had his voice, but you let a person come up right behind that person, may not have the best ability to sing. They grab that microphone, and this person's been prayed up and is carrying the anointing of God. And the word from this song is in this person's heart. And when they begin to sing, no, it may not be the most beautiful sound to even compare to the person prior, but there's something different about this person. There's an anointing behind it. There's a, there's a force, a spiritual force behind this voice that is being released through this, the, the vocal cords of this person. And the spirit of the Lord is working. Then you got tears in your eyes. You feel the presence of God so strong. And there is a message in that song where before all you heard was a beautiful voice. 
Now you hear the message that God's able to speak through. That's the power of the anointing. What does it do? It causes the word to flow in power. It goes the same way with preaching. If you ain't prayed up, <coughs> excuse me, if you're not prayed up, salt the face of the Lord. When, when you bring forth the word, there's some people, I'm not, I'm, I'm not trying to, to, to specifically point out anyone, but I'm, I know you have too. Have you ever heard someone minister and you, you know, it's just them operating under their own, um, um, I don't know how to say it, their own boldness. They're doing it just because they want the attention. They want the, um, they want the platform. They want to be noticed. But then there's someone that the ministers and it, the word hits you in your heart and you get out of your seat and you fall to your knees or you go down to the altar and you serve because the word of the Lord was anointed. We know the word is anointed. The word is anointed, but I'm talking about a mouthpiece being a, the, the, the Lord anointing the physical body through the spirit and causing the words that they speak to be anointed. The anointing, it brings people to repent of their sins. The anointing, it stirs a great desire for God to be birthed. It also develops a closer relationship with God. You know, it accomplishes miracles, healings, and deliverances. It is by spending time in the presence of God that God is able to reveal himself to you and also release this anointing through you. The anointing is like, it's like a treasure that is within you. It must be released. And you must, by seeking and examining your heart, find out what is hindering its release. All you need is the presence of God. You know, spending time with him, preparing your heart is the secret into the most holy place. I was ministering this past Sunday in the parking lot of our church, and, and the Lord spoke to me to tell the people, it's time for a cleansing, a cleansing of your, your heart, cleansing of your mind, cleansing of your mouth. The Lord, the Lord gave a, a vision a couple of weeks ago to mom. She revealed it to me. She said, should I, should I tell this to the prayer team? I said, absolutely. And I shared this at church. She woke up one morning, seen the outline of a baby's face. She, she said, oh, man, I'm going to be a grandmother again. So I closed my eyes, and I felt my spirit. No, there's something else behind this. I'll be the Lord, the Lord speaking something else. She said, I opened my eyes, and there it was again. I seen the outline of a baby's face, and I said, Lord, I need you to reveal to me what this means. And she began to write down what the Lord spoke to her, and, and he said that, you are holding, now not just of you, me, her, but talking about the, the church, the, the people that you, you, me, the spirit-led the spirit, spirit people, spirit-filled people, you are holding something that God has placed that is to be birthed, something supernatural, something spiritual. And God said that the same way if you physically your wife, you had a baby. When you bring that baby home, you're going to make sure your home is clean. You have a, a sanitized place for that child to lay its head. 
because you don't want any type of cold, sickness, infection, any disease to come upon this child, you will make sure the place is um, is clean. And God said that it's time that my people would clean their hearts, clean their minds, clean their, their mouth. Because the Lord spoke and said that we are in the 11th hour. And this what this is which he has in the spirit to be birthed. If you don't clean up and you don't get ready for this, it's not going to live. Your baby's going to die. And I'm not mean a physical, your spiritual baby, the thing that God has in order for you to receive, it's not going to make it if you don't prepare to receive it. How do you how do you prepare? You pray, you seek the face of God over every area of your life, every area. Increase the anointing in your life. You know, before you can change anything, you must realize that change is necessary. Even if you want what God has, you have to go to him because he is the source of of your supply. Even though, you know, we have the Holy Spirit, the source of the anointing within us, it does not mean that we have a strong, powerful anointing. We have to spend time in his presence. The anointing, it is it's strengthened as we spend time in his presence. And as we've learned, in his presence is the fullness of everything we desire. The level of anointing you portray can either be a low-level anointing or a high-level anointing. The strength of your anointing depends on the strength of your prayer life. If your life is full of other things, this is... If you're, if you're going through things where you've got so much around you, your life is full of other things, and you are sharing it between God and all those other things, this makes for a very weak anointing. I hope you receive that. It's like having a house that needs to be rewired because the wiring is bad. We Just rewire the house and then make sure there's enough power to carry the load. Sufficient power for your home cannot be accommodated if you have a very small breaker box. I don't know if you know much about electricity, but if you try to run too many appliances, you will constantly be blowing the breakers. It is the same in the realm of the spirit. If you have a faulty lifestyle, like if, if you have a faulty lifestyle and you pull enough power, to do great things, you will just blow your breaker box in the spirit and find yourself in the dark. Your flow of power is too weak because the things of the world, the flesh and the devil have drained your spiritual energy. I hope this makes sense. You know, as God moves things out of your life, it is like you begin to be rewired as you can be used of God. The low-level anointing was not what God intends for you because it causes a hindrance to what he wants you to go. He he wants to do through you by spending time in his presence, allowing him to convict, cleanse. You are being rewired and becoming qualified for an increase in power. God and, and his Holy Spirit are the source that you are drawing from and they have a level of power 
that can accommodate any need that arises. The, the, the loudspeakers that we use cannot function unless they are connected to power. The microphones can't be used unless there's a power source. The people God uses cannot be used unless they are connected to the power. If we're not connected to the power of God and it is free to flow through us, then there, there will be no or very little results. When there will be no results, it is very, very frustrating. You know, begin to think about this and it, it's, I tell you what, it, this, this speaks a lot to me when, when, I, when I minister on the anointing and how important that it is. You know, I believe that God has a special anointing that's waiting just for you. As you are waiting upon God and you're allowing his cleansing and change to be brought about in your lifestyle, be encouraged that God has a special anointing and he has it reserved just for you so you may impart to others in their time of need. You know, by the hand in Acts 5, 12, it says, by the hand of the apostles were given many signs and wonders wrought among the people. It was by the anointing that the apostles were able, the apostles were able to do mighty signs and wonders and turn towns and cities upside down for God. It was the anointing that makes the difference. I've heard that priest my whole life. It's the anointing that makes the difference. It is the anointing that makes the difference. They were ordinary believers just like us. Yeah, they had learned to flow with the power, and that made the difference. They were infused with power from on high, the anointing, and that is how they were able to impart, and that is what they um and that is what they were able to impart. God's desire is to flow in us, and then out of us, so men. And women might be delivered for his glory. His desire is to anoint us in such a way we will go out tearing down the devil's kingdom and repairing the damage that has done. You know, the old song says, I went to the enemy's camp and I took back what he stole from me. I was thinking the other day, I, I seen a picture that someone had posted on the internet that they were on an airplane. This was like last year. They were on an airplane and they looked over and Marilyn Manson was sitting right next to them. They were excited. Took a picture with him. Talked for a little bit. He said he didn't really want to talk. It was it was done. He got a picture to prove that who he who he sit next to in the airplane. I begin to think about that this week as I was praying. Growing up, I always heard that Marilyn Manson was evil. Um, and to be honest with you, I was afraid to even listen to any of it. I've never, I mean, I wouldn't know, I wouldn't know the music if it came on right now, but I know what he looks like. And I sense the evil spirit that is upon him. But when I was younger, I was afraid. And I, I was praying this week and this thought came to my mind. If that was me that was sitting next to Marilyn Manson in the airplane, who would be afraid of who? 
the spirit that was in me as opposed to the spirit that was in him, which one would be hindered and which one would take its stand? Which one would be able to speak with authority of, of, and being confident in what is inside of him to know that it's truth? We can't get there. We can't work. We can't operate in those areas without the anointing of God because it is the anointing of God that gives us boldness. It is the anointing of God that brings back to our remembrance of things that that's inside of us. I was preaching in Coleman, Alabama one time, and um, I don't I don't remember exactly how this was set up. I think I was just supposed to do a one service, and I ended up, and I was asked to do two, or maybe we we're down there visiting family, and it was a Wednesday night, and I wasn't uh, I didn't didn't know that I was wasn't planning on ministering and at the last moment, something like that. I don't really remember how the situation happened, but when I was asked to minister, I got my notes together and um, I was, I was kind of nervous because I'm confident and I'm confident when I have notes. And even if I don't read them all, even if I don't even look at them like this past Sunday, my iPad got so hot cause I was, I was preaching outside the iPad said it was overheating and it shut off on me. Did I, did I get nervous? No, because I lit at that moment. I prayed out loud, Lord, through your anointing, remind me of what was on those notes. And this night when I was in Coleman, Alabama ministering before I ministered, Pastor, we met him was in his office and he wanted to pray for me. And we were talking about this, about how just just the notes have something to rely on in case your nerves overtakes you and you got something you can read off of. He said, Matt, I want to ask you something. How did those notes get on that paper? Did I put them there? He said, um, how did they get, how, how did they, how did you put them there? How did you get them? I said, the Lord gave it to me. He said, well, all you need to do is pray for the anointing because it is the anointing that will remind you of the word that he has placed inside of you. And I promise you, my friend, it's true. It worked. I mean, I don't, I had my notes, but the whole message I went through, I don't know if I even looked at it once or twice because when you're operating under the spirit of God and the anointing, you you literally you sit back and your mouth is moving and you know that you're just a mouthpiece that God is speaking through. That's that's the power of the anointing. That's why it's so important in your everyday life. You see, I'm not a minister. This word really isn't for me. Why do I need the anointing? Huh. I need the anointing to wake up in the morning and put on the thoughts, put on the mind of Christ. I need the anointing to pray. I need the anointing to read my Bible because if I don't, I won't understand it. I need the anointing to go to work and not get aggravated when something goes wrong. I need the anointing because it's through the anointing that um, I'm able to have confidence even in myself. 
So, man, you're really mixing a lot of flesh with spirit. It's when you are anointed of God, you are charged. And everything that you do, you know that it's to glorify God. And everything that you touch, everything that you do, you're doing it as unto the Lord. And when you act upon and you have a mindset that everything you do is as unto the Lord, he will anoint you to do everything that you do. So it will glorify him because you're doing it unto the Lord. There are different anointings that are available. There is an anointing to pray, an anointing to preach, an anointing to to prophesy, which means to to speak life into something that's dead. There's an anointing to heal the sick. There's an anointing to sing, like I talked about a while ago. There's an anointing to destroy the yokes of bondage, to break generational curses. Can only happen under the influence of the of the Holy Spirit, under the anointing of the Spirit of God. You must wait upon the anointing. If you're praying, you're praying. God, I need to know. You must wait. Acts four thirty one says, and when they had prayed, the place where they had gathered together was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak the word of God with boldness. When they prayed, the place was shaken. The Spirit of the Lord filled the room, and they they began to speak the word of God with boldness. You need the anointing to witness to people. If you were the one sitting beside Marilyn Manson, and you can't, you wouldn't want to debate without the anointing. You wouldn't want to talk upon what you know without the anointing, when you know that you're sitting by someone that believes in what they believe very strongly and that there's a spiritual influence behind it, demonic spiritual influence, you need the anointing because you can't fight those things on your own. You need the spirit of God. You don't know who you're going to come in contact with daily. You don't know if you, you want to come in contact with someone that, that, that is on the verge of committing suicide and you up there making jokes and cutting up and no, no. That's why it's so important to pray constantly, seek the face of God, put it on the mind of Christ. And when you walk in the anointing, the Lord will give you the words that you need at that time that you will be able to speak with boldness and speak life into people. So their hearts would be changed as they eat upon the word and you break the bread right before them. You know, this was no ordinary um when th- these when they th- that that scripture that I just read they were filled with the Holy Spirit <laughs> excuse me and began to speak the word of God with boldness this wasn't this was no ordinary now I lay me down to sleep pray Lord my soul to keep prayer these prayers were so powerfully anointed that they shook the very place where they were assembled together I believe that it's not only it it not only shook the place but it shook those praying to such an extent that they received a new powerful anointing that caused them to impart, as the word says, with boldness. What they waited on made the difference in their ministry and also in the lives of the ones they ministered to. Remember today, you cannot impart what you don't have. You can't give somebody else something you don't have. Think about that. 
You're trying to speak life into someone else. You ain't even got no life. You, 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 you got to pull from other people just to keep yourself afloat. It's like trying to save somebody that's drowning and you're drowning yourself. You can't help nobody unless you have, you're, you're standing on foundation. Can you see yourself out in the ocean and you can't swim and you're trying to save somebody who can't swim? They're going to put their hand on top of your shoulders and push themselves up. It's going to push you right underneath the water. You can't impart what you don't have. And if you're satisfied with what you don't have, you'll move into the state of complacency because you have missed what God has for you. To be full of God is one thing, but to overflow is another. And this is God's desire for each one of us. In fact, the word says, be filled with the Holy Ghost and nothing will overflow until it's filled. Think about that. And we're walking the overflow, overflow of what? That's powerful right there. Nothing will overflow until it's filled. The old song says, I'm drinking from my saucer because my cup has overflowed. Mm. One way you can get some in your saucer, two ways. Your cup is so overfilled that it it overflows on the saucer or the little bit you got in your cup, you tripped and fell and it spilled out on the saucer. That ain't what you want to give to someone else. You don't want to give someone else something that you basically, it's the bottom of the bottom of the cup. Something that by accident, scrapings, no. You want to walk in the overflow. Some of God's children have just barely enough of the Holy Ghost to get them by and never reach into the overflow that God has for them. You know, God wants you to be blessed in such a way that you can go out and overflow on others. Luke chapter 24, verse 49 says, And behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry, wait, in the city of Jerusalem until you have been endued with power from on high. Jesus gave this command, and the 120 obeyed in the upper room and waited for the outpouring of the Holy Ghost. It was the beginning of a revival that shook the world and is still shaking the world today of what happened in that room when the Lord just told them, I'll send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry, wait right here until you have been endued with power from on high. God's got a call upon your life, and it's time you step into that call but don't you step into that. You can't, don't even think about it without the power of the anointing of the Holy Spirit. I mean, that's like, that's like telling people, telling people that you have, um, what you have oil and really all you have is water. You're giving somebody water and expecting to operate like oil. It is, it, no, if you don't have it, you can't give it. And in this verse in Luke 24, 
when when the Lord spoke to them, but wait here, pray, seek my face, wait until you have the I, I poured the power of the anointing upon you. And what did they do? They waited. Acts chapter two talks about how the Spirit of God filled the room where they were sitting, and the Bible says that that fire tongues of fire set upon them and they all began to speak in other tongues as the spirit gave the utterance. How did that happen? How did that happen? It was because they waited upon the Lord to endue them with power. I love that. I love it. I love it because next Sunday is Pentecost Sunday and I'm so excited about that. But you know what I love about what happened in the upper room? Is that Peter and Paul, some of the greatest, um, they were some of the chiefest of sinners for being a, uh, a disciple, those being disciples. But when they were in that room and the fire of God fell upon them and they were baptized with the Holy Spirit by the evidence of speaking in other tongues, if you read that, the next story that takes place is that they were walking down the road. There was a beggar that was asking them for money. And he said, Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have I give unto thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And what happened? That man, he got up and he was completely healed. How was because the anointing that fell upon him in the upper room? It was the anointing that he waited for. It was the anointing that he prayed for. And through the anointing, we're able to see God work through us and be able to see chains fall off of people because of the word speaking through us. The laying on of hands in prayer, we're able to see people's lives change. We're able to see healings take place because of the anointing. I hope this word stirred your spirit up tonight. There's so much more I can get into. Um, in um, I feel led to even to to hit on the the, the spirit of the Lord, the Holy Spirit, the, the spiritual things of God, and uh, I'm going to be praying about this. The Lord give me the right direction to go to because it's time that we understand why it's so important to seek the face of God daily, and why it's so important to um, it's so important to um, be used by Him, consecrate ourselves in this hour. So that our goal is to hear the heartbeat of God, to to be raised up in the spirit enough so that we can see the way that God sees things and we can operate in the way that God is calling us to be, the operations that God is calling us to be in. So wherever you are right now, I'm going to pray a prayer over you. And I pray that you would you would receive this word that was spoken and it would challenge you to pray for the anointing. Anointing is like oil in your car. If you don't have no oil, your car is not going to run. It's the the power, the drive. It, it's what gives you the power, the drive to, to do what you need to do. It's the anointing. Dear gracious Heavenly Father, we come before you this day And I pray that the word that you had given me, that I've spoken to the ears of this listener today, that it would minister to their heart, that it would do nothing else, Lord, but stir up 
that which is inside of them. I pray that the call of God that is upon their life, wherever they are right now, wherever the call is, wherever it rests, wherever it was laid down, maybe it's at their heart and they say, oh God, when is it? When is it? I can't wait to step in this call. Or Lord, maybe it's the person that don't even know where the call even is. They remember you spoke to them one time, but they don't know where it's even at. I pray that you would uncover the call and you would show them that it's time for them to seek first the kingdom of God, to put first God in every area of their life, in their marriage, in their homes, over their finances, in their work, over their family, that we are called to put you first in all things. I pray that you would take the blinders off their eyes to see the way you would cause them to see. You would take the muffles off of their ears so they would hear the voice of the Lord speaking to them. They would hear what the Lord is speaking to them in this hour. I pray protection over them. I plead the blood of Jesus over the call that has been placed upon them. And I pray, Lord, that you, now we know that the door is open. I just I just told them, Lord, of how you spoke to me and you said that, that you said it's now time to step in the call of God. And this is for a word for everyone. And I pray tonight that the call of God would begin to stir up inside them. If there's a person that their heart's not right with God this very day, let the call of God that they know that you've put upon their heart to act upon, let it be the oil, let it be the drive that pushes them to return back to where you called them to be in this hour. But we know that time is coming short. We've heard that our whole life, but we are seeing things happen on this earth today that we know that are signs of the time. So I speak life over them. I speak blessings upon them over their home, over their finances. But Lord, above all else, I pray over their hearts. You would continue to speak to them, cause them to understand the necessity, the urgency that we be in your will in this hour. In the name of Jesus, be blessed today.